Welcome, my name is Anna. And I'm Monica. And we decided to start this podcast because we wish we had a big sister growing up. To help us through this crazy journey we call life. So here we are hoping that we can be that for you. So wherever you are in life, whether you're single, married, or anything in between, let's take a break together and just hang out. Follow along as we try to share why you were made for amor. So when I was in elementary school, we did this thing called AR reading. And basically what it was is that we'd read a book and we would take a test after we'd read the book Mm -hmm. based on the knowledge of the book. So we had to grasp everything basically so that we can get a good score. Mm -hmm. And every time you'd get a passing score, you would be pushed to the next level. Mm -hmm. Once I got to middle school, it was still a thing. We still had AR reading, but the books would get harder because we were older. And so the big bigger the book the more points you'd get it was a competition like everybody was you know (laughs) trying to get the best and the most points and i had a friend who was really good at reading like she'd literally finish a book in like three days and take the test wow and this is so bad like i have a confession (laughs) (laughs) so she had read one of the harry potter books and she was like hey do you want me to take the test for you so you can get the points and i was like yes please (laughs) So my friend took the test for me and I got the credit and that little thing was literally hurting me forever. But at back you felt then, guilty about I it. I felt so guilty, you know, because I just wanted the best score. I just wanted to be top of the class, but it wasn't my work. It was something that I just felt super guilty up until like literally high school. Oh, you're like last week. <laughs> And I remember when I went to my confirmation uh, confession. So this was sixth grade. I didn't do my confirmation till like probably 10th grade. I confessed it. No, you did. <laughs> but yeah, so that's one example of how I have been pretty bad. <laughs> wow, and- bad girl. <laughs> You're such a bad person. Which brings us to the topic of today. Anna, do you want to introduce that? Yes. So today we're going to be talking about the seven deadly sins. Dun, dun, dun. And also, we're going to talk about the seven virtues that counteract the seven deadly sins. Or help overcome them. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so just to introduce them, it's pride, greed, gluttony. Is that how you Mm, say that? Gluttony? I always struggle with that. My little brother asked me the other day, he's like, what's gluttony? (laughs) You're like, you mean gluttony? (laughs) (laughs) And so it's pride, greed, gluttony, lust, envy, and wrath. And then the seven virtues are humility, generosity, chastity, patience, temperance, Mm -hmm. charity, and diligence. So let's start off by talking about pride. Um, So I think when we hear the word pride, we think of like achieving something and then being like, oh, I'm so proud of myself, you know, and it's like, oh, what's so bad about that? But in like the sense of it being a sin, it's like being prideful is different than being confident or happy that you achieve something, you know, there's a fine line there being like, okay, I achieved something and I'm very happy about it and I'm grateful about it. And I think that's amazing. And I'm thanking God for it. And then there's the other side where it's prideful, where you're like, wow, I knew I could do that. I am so good at this and I deserve that and I did that all by myself. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing there is that you're losing sight of God, you know? Mm -hmm. You feel like you're God Mm -hmm. when in reality that's a sin because that's not 
good Mm -hmm. you know we have to glorify god in everything that we do because at the end of the day it's not us that's doing the quote quote good work it's god it's It's, thanks to god it's god giving us those gifts that we receive from him you know it's not our own work and some ways to overcome pride are humility humility is what overcomes pride and basically what we can do is understand that we need god in our lives being Mm -hmm. humble and just like praying and serving so let's say we do something like you said anna like something that we feel super proud of instead of taking all that credit instead of taking like all that glory like some things we can do are serving god to thank him yeah like not being like wow i did that all by myself and i did that because i'm so capable of doing that myself and i don't need nobody you know like (laughs) humility doesn't mean that you don't acknowledge that you have gifts and that you have the ability to do something humility isn't like oh i'm really good at drawing but i'm gonna be humble and say that i suck no that's not it it's not it at all it's just it's knowing what gifts you have using them for good and then giving all that glory to god after the fact of like knowing okay i'm good at graphic design how can i help a ministry in the church or something exactly with my gifts that i have been given because i know that i'm good at this specific thing you know or like oh i know i'm good at soccer like how can i be good at soccer in a way that helps others in like charity events and not just being like oh well i'm good at soccer because i'm a beast you know like yeah (laughs) like being like okay god like has allowed me to do this i'm good exactly exactly (laughs) not that Yeah, and we were having a conversation with the priest at our parish yesterday. One of the things we were talking about was how it's important to realize that all of us have gifts but then it's also important to realize how we use those gifts because a lot of times it could be selfish to know that you have gifts and not use them towards good but if you have gifts that you can use to serve the lord go ahead and serve the lord you know because we need those gifts yeah the next one we want to talk about is envy what do you think of when you think of when i think of envy i think of like mean girls like the movie mean girls yeah of like just girls being mean because they're envious of what other people have you know like or just like that mentality of like if you get something good i'm mad because you got something good and yeah I like jealousy yeah and like even if you have good as well like i think there's a quote i'm pretty sure that's pretty popular it's yeah. like envy is the thief of joy or kind or something like that yeah. because literally if you like if someone else is getting something and you're focusing all your energy and thoughts and everything on that person and what they're getting and what you're not getting you're missing everything that you do have you know like the grass is always greener on the other side mentality yeah is not gonna make you have a happy life and it's dangerous because i think this sin is sometimes like lost we don't really see it even though we do it on the daily it's pretty common to be envious of people you know because there's always going to be other people that drive a better car or have a better phone or have a better job and so we don't realize that maybe we're being envious we mentioned in the episode last week sometimes we like get lost in social media where we're like oh i wish i had that body oh i wish i had that energy to go work out that sin gets kind of like put under the rug where Mm -hmm. it's like we don't realize that we're doing it but we're doing it Mm -hmm. we have to appreciate what god has brought into our lives Mm -hmm. and not look at other people or talk about other people because i know like in hispanic families we always go back to hispanic families because you know that's That's where we grew up (laughs) that's how we grew up you know but it's like if you go to your theater 
tia's house or if you're at your grandma's house and you're at a reunion or like a carnazada on Sunday and it's always like oh escuchaste de la prima de que se fue con el novio and then <laughs> when it happens to them they're like calladitas <laughs> I watch a lot of like just things that come up on social media you know where uh -huh. like people make fun of Mexican families where yeah. I'm like oh that's so true yeah. where like we just like tend to talk about people not realizing that we're judging mm -hmm. but then if we're judging and we're being envious about what we're talking about that's a sin yeah and then envy is also like it's not only just being like oh i wish i had that car or whatever because like you can set goals like that's not bad to do you know right. but it's having that negative feeling towards that person who does have what you want it's the difference between i like your dress i'll be like oh your dress is cute you know and that's yeah. a compliment but then there's a difference where i'm like wow your dress it's cute <laughs> and then like but in my head i'm just envious that i don't have that dress right, you know right. like there's a big difference where like you can admire something and admire someone's achievements and like what they're doing and stuff and then that is great and awesome because then you can set goals and like even talk to the person about how they got there and like blah 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 but there's this other side where you skip to just being angry that you don't have what they have exactly. and that's where envy like eats up all the joy all the happiness that you could be getting if you just like took a step back and we're grateful for what you do have and we're happy for the person who has what they have you know yeah i just think of the word petty with envy you know with yeah. the stand of envy i just think like you being petty that's being envious yeah you petty that you don't have what they have <laughs> and it affects your life and so some ways to overcome this sin are for example being thankful we've talked about this in like two episodes ago where we talked about being thankful you know waking up every morning and being thankful for being alive you know just being thankful for the smallest of things i think we talked about in that episode about water like we don't mm -hmm. ever thank god for water you know mm -hmm. even though it's such a big blessing that we have and so just being thankful for what we do have is a way to overcome the sin of envy because when we're thankful we're not worried about what other people have yeah and when we're thankful we're well. there's peace you know mm -hmm. in us there's joy that we have because we're thankful we're giving thanks to god for the things that he does allow us to have yeah, on the daily exactly the next sin is wrath so i think i can speak to this one because of my last experience at the gas station so if you want to hear about it listen to to last week's episode but um i'll give you a little rundown basically customer comes into gas station angry i get angry anger takes over me i yell back he gets more angry he throws things i stand there i cry later <laughs> literally yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah pretty much that's the gist of it um yeah wrath is basically you know because we're human so we have emotions right so anger is an emotion and there's a difference of being angry and thinking oh my gosh like i'm so angry but i'm not gonna do anything crazy about it right now you know like still having control of yourself then there's like a difference where the wrath gets the best of you and and then you explode which is what i did at the gas station you know like in that moment i don't even know what my voice did i was like la, 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 la. like i don't even know what i was <laughs> doing when wrath is in play you lose control of yourself and like of what's going on and it's just not good you know yeah. a couple i think it was last week it was about a week ago i had an experience also where i was driving on the freeway and there was a big truck behind me huge truck and it was right after work and so there was a lot of traffic 
traffic mm-hmm. and there was no way for me to go more than probably 30 miles per hour on the freeway because there was a lot of traffic and so this big truck behind me i can just tell that he was like on my butt basically you know mm-hmm. eventually he finds the way to get ahead of me but it, he sped off so he goes in the fast lane speeds off past me goes ahead of me and keeps driving and he still going 30 miles per hour because there's no way we could be going faster <laughs> you know and he flips me off and so when we got off the exit this car was right next to me and i looked over and i was about to like do thumbs up you know But the car didn't even look over at me. So that's just like different ways in which people experience those uncontrolled feelings of like hatred and anger. And so the way to overcome it is through patience, which I know is hard. It's very hard for me. I, as an adult, am still growing in that virtue of patience, you know, or at least trying because it's Mm -hmm. so hard to be patient. It's so important though. I feel like everything goes back to being patient. If you're patient, then you're not going to get to the point of wrath because your patience is gonna help you through whatever situation is starting to take you off a little bit you know it's like a little muscle that you're flexing every time you know if you see something that kind of bugs you a little bit but you step back and you're like all right let me be patient right now and like actively think about being patient in that moment then you're like flexing that little muscle and then when you really need patience when that wrath was about to come in your patience is like pow not today you know and then which is harder than what it sounds like no yeah i mean (laughs) me at the gas station where was my patience yeah. then you know? or another thing that i think about is like if you get mad with your parents mm-hmm. and they say something that gets you mad it's super normal to react with anger mm-hmm. we're like why don't we take a step back and take a breather before reacting so that things can be more calm like how different would things be if we just like breathe before reacting that would make situations so much better yeah. my mom's probably listening to this and she's like listen to your advice girl <laughs> yeah because in the moment like the wrath just kind of takes over which is why that virtue is so important to like build up so that when those moments come we can be like all right patience that little muscle has been flexed enough so that it can handle that situation for example me at the gas station um that was the first time i've ever blown up on someone like that i think i'm pretty patient like in most situations i'm just like eh, whatever i think it's just because i'm pretty nonchalant about things that's why i felt so bad because i'm like i could have reacted so much different like i could have been like sir like calm down or like you know just been more rational and not let wrath just like take me into its arm and swing me around and punch me on the ground you know Um, which brings us to the next one which is sloth I've always been very confused about sloth the the way that I think of sloth is just being lazy so sloth is basically like I struggled with sloth a lot in the beginning of my car accident journey because I thought I was just being lazy when like actually I was in a lot of pain and I couldn't do things so when I would go to confession I would be like I would always say like I I don't know the difference between sloth and like what my body can take at this point so I was always very confused about that line for myself because my body was in pain and like I felt like I needed to lay down but then when I laid down all day I felt like I was literally yeah being lazy so it was really hard and I want to tell you because you're pregnant right now when you give birth you know when you're laying down and like recovering from your birth that's not sloth because you're 
you're actually like recovering you know you can't put those expectations on yourself when you're going through something like that but sloth is more like when you're able to and you don't do something i just thought of last week i felt guilty that i couldn't make it to mass i had told you that i wanted to go to mass but i was super tired it was during the week where like my oh yeah my energy was Uh just super low what i basically said was like if you were out last night partying and being crazy and like that's why you're not going to mass then yeah that's bad it wasn't on sunday it was during the week it was during the week yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) in this case it wasn't that it was literally like you're anemic like go lay down you know what i mean like it's like basically during lent when you're pregnant or nursing you don't have to fast why because your body's doing things that require food you know you're anemic go lay down like you're fine not to go to mass during the week yeah on the one day when you feel really dizzy and not good you know and i too struggle with that because i've always been one to have a schedule Mm. i'm a planner i literally write down every single thing and now that i'm pregnant i literally write down the smallest of things like walk take out trash i just find so much joy in crossing these things out last week when i felt super tired it was so hard for me to just lay down in bed because i'm like no i need to be out and about doing things Mm -hmm. crossing off things off my planner so it was just mentally hard to deal with that but again i think what you're saying is important where we have to know the difference between being lazy or just not being able to and then also i think for you sloth like you mentioned it's confusing for you i don't think you you struggle with that because you are the type of like you're a list follower and like a doer so i think that's why for you it's kind of like like i don't get it you know but for people like me on my days off i just like chill like chill you're like out doing hikes and like (laughs) whatnot and i'm over here like chilling you know what i mean so like sloth is something that i do relate to because like i said before my accident i chilled so i felt like i was just doing that chilling this time it was because i had an actual injury you know it was a hard thing to navigate and now i try to really put into my like my brain like okay is my pain like really bad today do i need to lay down no okay let's go do stuff and then the virtue that comes with that is diligence so basically basically what you do with all the lists and stuff yeah and i think being diligent and also just having a schedule because that's what helps me at least Mm. not go through sloth also not letting your life revolve around rest rest is important but Mm -hmm. it's also important to navigate when it's a good time to rest and when it's not a good time to rest i think something that i think is cool about you is that i know that you're saying that you've struggled with sloth but now after your your car accident after the fact of everything you have a planner and you write things down so you're overcoming sloth by having that you know Mm. and even yesterday i called her i was like can you do this and she was like let me check my planner (laughs) i was like let me get home to my secretary (laughs) just kidding Which is a great way to overcome sloth. The next one is greed. Greed is basically if you have something, but you want more, right? So it's like the episode where we did on working out. If you're like muscular or whatever, but you want more for the wrong reasons, you know what I mean? That's greed. Or like if you have money and you don't care what you do to get more money because you want more money, Mm -hmm. that's greed. And a way to overcome greed would be charity or generosity 
when you find yourself valuing things too much where to the point where you want more and more and more and more try to get that one thing and like give it away like for me back when i had long hair the first time i ever donated it that's why i donated it because i had my long hair and i was like "Ooh, i be looking so good with my long hair (laughs) so then i was like what can i give that will actually hurt me a little bit like what am i holding on to in my life that i need to kind of depart my attachment to that i can give up for someone else but yeah so that's why i donated my hair for the first time because i wanted to disconnect from the greed that my hair would bring you know so yeah that was basically like charity or generosity with my hair yeah in my case because that's what i yeah was attached to. yeah that's your specific case. Yeah. yeah for some people it'll be money for other people it'll be time. their time yeah mm-hmm. you're greedy with how much you work giving up some of that time to spend time with your kids or your family if you have a family or with your mom if you have a mom at home like my mom can't really drive around and stuff so being less greedy with my time giving her some of my time and like yeah. you know love basically you know yeah right which brings us to the next one which is gluttony or would you say gluttony <laughs> i just think of pepperoni and gluttony and it relates to food you know so that's how you can remember it <laughs> don't be gluttonous <laughs> i'm just kidding so gluttony is to overindulge in food to like overeating different things yeah too. not just eating like if you smoke cigarettes overindulging in cigarettes alcohol or- ways to overcome that are by being moderate it's important to use moderation and temperance in let's say you're gonna go to a party just because there's like a bar of all you can eat stuff doesn't mean you have to eat everything exactly, you know yeah. or if you go to a buffet doesn't mean that you have to go and try everything it's you so know hard not it to. is <laughs> and that's crazy because that's literally gluttony like when you go to a buffet it's like it should just be called gluttony <laughs> gluttony in a building and people don't see it as like a sin you know because it's just so accepted and i think that's one of the sins where like it took me a while to understand because like if you're eating and you're enjoying your food you don't think that you're sinning if you're overeating like mm-hmm. you don't think of it as a sin yeah because it's like again like going back to last week's episode you're not honoring your body and then in turn you're not honoring god and that's what it all comes down to you know yeah. so that's why gluttony is a sin because the goal of life is to honor god with everything you do and eating is a necessary part of your life but if you're not honoring him in that one necessary part of life then you're not doing it right it's so cute because my little brother he's 11 and last time he was really asking to go to confession but he told me before we even went he was like i really need to go because i've done gluttony (laughs) (laughs) so like it's just so cool to hear that you know for for him at such a young age Mm -hmm. because i know when i was 11 i was like give me all the chips give me all the carne give me all the tacos you know Mm -hmm. but it's so cool to see that he understands what it is but yeah just ways to overcome that like we said plain and simple is just to just avoid excess in eating and drinking and moderation in life in general is a good way to overcome gluttony because when you're moderate about other aspects of life you're gonna have that virtue already when it comes to eating or whatever it is that you're finding yourself indulging in and then so the last final sin that we're gonna talk about today is lust the one that most people are familiar with is lust because it's such a big topic 
Um, but lust is basically unrestrained sexual craving. So basically, let's say that you're getting to know someone and you want to pursue a relationship with them. And then obviously you're physically attracted to this individual, but there's nothing wrong with being attracted to someone, you know, but where the sin comes in is where you let's say you have your first kiss. And then after that, you're like, oh, snap, I like that. So then you keep going further and further and further. That's lust. That's not good. You know, also, if you are attracted to them physically and that's all it is, that's lust. It can be manifested in a way of like you're just physically attracted to this person and you sexualize them physically even if you don't literally like do anything with them that's also lust you know right it's not just the act of doing something with someone you can also be just sexualizing an individual in the street and that's lust and it's such a common thing now because i think our society our culture now like has normalized that like literally there's like magazine titles like 10 sexiest people in the world and it's like bro like what you know and then they show people in like bikinis and stuff like and it's like normal to see it on every stand at Vons or whatever (laughs) you know and so it's kind of hard to deal with that now especially because again our society our culture has normalized that but a way to overcome it is chastity which Mm -hmm. you know if you speak to someone who just anyone can probably tell you like oh chastity oh that's so Mm old-fashioned like people are still chaste once I started to learn about chastity I just viewed everything so much more differently there's so much more beauty in everything specifically relationships chastity specifically is moral purity you know the act of being pure and i think there's so much beauty in that it honors our body it honors who we are as a person and we respect ourselves enough to know how much we're worth and allowing us to be respected by others it's beautiful because then when you practice chastity you really get to know if whoever you're pursuing or is pursuing you if they really are pursuing you as an individual as a person or if all they want is lust and like the sexual desire of you not you as a whole and that's not to say that if you have given into lust that you're a scarlet or whatever that thing is you know how people say it's like a scarlet or whatever never heard that have you heard of that oh snap (laughs) (laughs) we just asked my husband he's never heard of it either (laughs) hold on let me look it up I just looked it up and it is scarlet. Um, <laughs> so I was right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Basically, like if you have given into lust in the past, don't feel like you're a scarlet that can't show your face at mass or go to confession or ever be forgiven or even like you're not worthy anymore. Like that's not what it is it's important to just know that all of these sins that we've talked about today you can go to confession and you know it's a blank slate as long as you are aware of the gravity and the realness of the evil that is behind these sins and you're really trying to live a life on the side of virtue and less on the side of sin you know and every single day i can assure you that monica and i we fall you know? Oh, yeah. And it might not always be these deadly sins, but there's also venial sins that we fall into. And we just want to be that sister with you and be like, we understand you. We also go through that where we sin, we feel guilty, and then we have to go to confession. And we talked about the fact that um, guilt is not always bad. You know, there's guilt that that is bad. That's like you feel unworthy and like you feel like you just keep telling yourself like I suck. Like I can't show my face at mass. Like I, I'm horrible. I right. don't deserve anything. That's that 
kind of guilt is bad but the kind of guilt that guides you in the right direction the kind of guilt that tells you like hey let's not repeat that sin again that kind of guilt is good because it's your conscience being like hey let's do better you know you shouldn't let that guilt turn into you dissing yourself it's never about you dissing yourself it's always about you growing and like getting better and being able to overcome these sins that are so normalized nowadays Mm -hmm. but we just wanted to be that little voice to be like hey these are sins and this is how we see them in our day-to-day life and this is how we see that you can avoid them when you work on being charitable being temperate being diligent being patient being kind being humble we just wanted to make sure that you know that at the end of the day we're all human and god still loves us yes he's always waiting for us with open arms but yes completely agree with you anna So just to wrap up this episode, um, I just want to ask you, how have you loved this week? This week, I have loved by basically at work. Sometimes there's snacks and stuff. And so the other day I was craving Doritos and I was like, oof, I want some of those Doritos. I haven't had Doritos in a long time. So then I asked my coworker if she wanted some Doritos. So basically, I just served us both a little bowl of Doritos. <laughs> and I brought her a little napkin and like basically like, you know, served her, I guess. Yeah. And yeah, so that's how I've loved this week. I know it's like a small little thing, but yeah. that's how I've loved this week. That's sweet. I want to share how I've been loved. I know we kind of sometimes say how I've loved or how we've lo- been loved, but I, I really felt love today around noonish my cousin you know i have a lot of like teenage girl cousins it's super cool to see just like the different chapters and phases of their lives that they're going through because it's like i've literally known them since they were born Mm -hmm. and so today one of my cousins got her first job and she literally called me as soon as she got to her car from her interview to like tell me that she got her first job and she was super excited and it was just super awesome like i just felt super loved the fact that she thought about me mm-hmm. you know to call yeah. me right yeah. after she got hired and it was just so awesome again to see how excited she was and she's driving now she's in college Aww. so it's just so cool and yeah. i just felt super loved by getting a phone call a simple phone call you yeah, know which exactly. means so much to me but Yes, thank you all for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed and learned and took something from it. And we just want to let you know, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. I say it like that too. I'm like, awesome. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram. (laughs) If you don't already, at Made for Amor. Or send us an email at madeforamor at gmail.com. We've already received our first email, so it was super awesome. Shout out. (laughs) All right. Don't forget to not be stingy with your stars. (laughs) And stay tuned for the bloopers. Yeah, because I cheated on my AR reading. Like being super furious. (laughs) Rawr. Like, bro. A mí qué? A mí no me importa. Uh oh. Greedy. Trabaja 1478 horas a la semana. <laughs> Did you enjoy your drink though? Are like no 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 none of that. Glute glute Glucose. <laughs> Amen, sister. That was fire. Holy Spirit. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be really annoying to edit, so you shouldn't re-say that. <laughs>